Mike, you haven't seen like any of my like video essays yet, have you? No. Well, you know what? I watched part of the uh, the video game music. Is that what? considered a video essay? Yeah. What do you mean by part of it? Like just I you after we had talked about how you like filmed yourself multiple times from like different camera angles. I didn't talk about doing that. You you because you had mentioned that there was oh, something you, oh. weird when you were editing it where like it like one one video wasn't working. Right. Okay. Yeah. From from my from the dance section. That's right. Yeah. It wasn't from different angles. It was just different takes. Got the same thing. Okay. Fair enough. You confused me, but I understand what you mean now. But yeah, after you brought that up, then I looked for that. Gotcha. Well, it, it, it's a good thing I was at one. The, the dance I do in that video that I was posting all over social media, mm-hmm. um, I haven't like done that dance <laughs> since that video. Okay. And so today when I was at work, uh, that song came on in my playlist. Yeah. And I was kind of sitting there like, I wonder if I can do that dance still. And so I was in the freezer (laughs) and I just kind of closed the door. (laughs) Nice. So picture me like bundled up in three layers in the freezer, just dancing. I love it. That's hilarious. I can still do the dance. It's, it's like baked into my memory now. I haven't done it in months, but I still just executed that shit flawlessly. Nice. So if anybody, if anybody happens to put that song on at a party, I know exactly what to do. What uh what game is that from? Persona 4. Okay. Well, Persona 4 dancing all night. For the Persona games, like they're so well known for their music that they created rhythm games where the characters like dance to music and you press buttons, but uh uh for for each of the games, so it's there's a version of that song in the game that's a little less dancey and then there's a the version from the, the 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 dancing version of the game. And that's the song I dance to. So, right on. Nice. Yeah, just I was just sitting there. I was like, I wonder if I can still do it. And it turns out I can. Cool. Kind of pog. Wait, so did you bring up whether I had seen any of your video essays so you could tell me about the fact that you were dancing in the freezer? Partly, but I was also just kind of curious. Okay, well, it it's just it's interesting that I brought up like the dance that you were going to like. That's like the one thing I watched was to see that dance. Gotcha. It, that's not even the part I was referring to with the 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 multi camera issue, though. Oh, gotcha. It was, okay. from, it was from the singing part much later into the video. I mean, I wa- I watched more than just like the one part, but I I didn't sit there and watch it beginning to end. Someone's not very supportive. <sighs> Fine. Got time to listen to our whole ass podcast every week? You can't even finish a half an hour I video do it in the car. <laughs> I listen to it while I'm driving around. <laughs> All right. Whatever you say. Yeah. Do you listen to our podcast every week? I fucking edit it. <laughs> oh. What do you what do you mean? <laughs> I suppose that's true. <laughs> I listen through it and cut out the shitty parts. Yeah. All right. I'll give you that. <laughs> I, I I did listen like after they came out. I listened to uh the first few episodes, but after a while I got tired of it. Cause I was like, I've already like done this, listen to it. And like, I don't need to listen to it again. Yeah. Yeah. I gotcha. Twice is enough hearing myself speak it. And then listening to myself say it is plenty for me. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you that since, since you have to edit it. <laughs> it's the same thing. 
In fact, I do more listening when you really think about it, because I have to like I have to edit the raw I have, I have to listen to the raw version, then I have to put it through all the audio processing, double check processing, double check that everything worked, throw it into Premiere, cut out all the shitty parts. Then as I'm adding the intro and outro, listen to those like a dozen times, check throughout the middle to make sure nothing got fucked in the editing process. All right. All right. Anyway, what have you been up to this week? Oh, what did I do this week? Um, Joe. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Joe who? Joe Mama. Oh! <laughs> Actually, that reminds me. Remember when we would uh, we would ever uh, make fun of Tim at work and his response would always be, Yo Mama? Yo Mama? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. I've been saying that uh that Joe would Joe joke so much uh that uh I've gotten Sean to start doing it. Nice. Uh who knows how long that'll last. I don't know if it's anything like the I barely know her jokes. It's gonna be around for a while. <laughs> good, good. Anyway, continue what you were saying. Um let's see. Nothing uh nothing's really gone on so far yet this week, but um I've been dry aging some of my own steaks. You've been what now? So there's a there's a there's a process for aging like like steak, you know, sure beef. Um, and there's uh, a couple companies that make um, a special bag that allows you to do it in your home refrigerator without any additional special equipment. I see. Um. But yeah, it's been sitting for a month and a half in there. Ooh. It's like a big old like ribeye roast. You got to like cut off all the outside pieces because they get all hard and dried and nasty. Right. And then you end up with some delicious steaks in between. Huh. Interesting. I, I, uh, I did that about a year ago and then just thought I'd give it another whirl. I just picked up uh, some some stuff to make some pulled pork later this week. Oh, nice. Yeah, I made pulled pork in a hot sec. I made a hot, hot daddy hamburger yesterday. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it was a thick boy. Um, uh, if, you go to, uh, if you go to Meijer for your groceries ever, and they're a little like the fresh meat counter where like you have to talk to someone to get them to give you the things. Yeah, I don't do that. Yeah, no, I get that. <laughs> it, I don't particularly love it, but I saw they had some like preformed burger patties there. And these were some thick, thick boys. Um, they were like around like a half pound each. Okay. Yeah. Um, I did. I did manage to take a picture of it though. Is that boy? That boy is thick. That is pretty thick. Yeah. It, it was. It was a solid, solid burger. Nice. Yeah. You had steak shack, shake shack yet? No, I haven't. Not to be confused with steak and shake. No. Um, I got Shake Shack the other day. How was that? It was fine. I, I like Shake Shack. Shake Shack has better shakes than steak and shake, but their burgers are not as good. And like everything's like twice as expensive. Okay. So like for me, I love steak and shake because their steak burgers are so fucking good. Like that's, that's my go-to burger. So I definitely prefer steak and shake. But I do like the odd Shake Shack because, again, their, their, their shakes are really fucking good. But yeah, I, I paid like $17 for a burger, a shake and fries. That's it. That's all I got. Oof. Yeah, that's that's too much. It's for way that. too much. Yeah. 
and especially considering like they're not even really topping steak and shake who's like you can get you can get a burger and fries for less than five bucks yeah god i love steak and shake what where does uh where does five guys rank for you five guys is my goat five go five guys is the next beneath steak and shake okay five guys would be my favorite if it wasn't so pricey okay because because five guys pretty pricey too it's like six it's like almost seven dollars for the burger itself and then the fries are an additional like three dollars some shit yeah so but their burgers are seriously good i i love a good five guys burger yeah i like a good medium rare burger but five guys manages to pull off like a solid like completely thoroughly cooked burger that's not like dried out and gross no yeah they're 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 good fucking burgers yeah and they got those peanuts yeah, I don't really pop into those much. I also don't do indoor dining much. I usually take food home. I mean, like pre-pandemic, I used to love outdoor dining. Not outdoor, like dining. Sit down. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I do miss it, but I've never personally enjoyed like sitting down and eating much. Okay. There's no reason in particular. I just, you know, I prefer the comfort of my own home. I got gotcha. you. General, I can I can sit at my desk and and watch something when I when I eat, or sit on the couch and watch something when I eat. I don't like sitting at a table and having someone come and check on me every couple minutes. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of that. Um, but I'm not a big fan of like getting takeout from restaurants. No, or not even really delivery that much, other than like maybe like pizza or whatever. Just because I feel like by the time it gets to you, it's or by the time you get it home. It's not what it should be. No, you are definitely right. There is a certain like, I don't know, like having having like a, a a a bun, which is you know a spongy bread or whatever. <laughs> right. Like, you, you know when it's wrapped up in foil along with the beef, like it gets like steamed, and then like it's not as like the outside of it isn't as crisp. The inside of it isn't as light. Like it yeah. absorbs shit that it shouldn't. Yeah. I get so I get you there or like like french fries like you've got a very small window of when french fries are still delicious oh for sure they get gross once they've cooled yeah yeah especially like mcdonald's fries they're so good when they're fresh and hot but as soon as those suckers cool down it's like oh yeah what am i eating yeah they're not good Ooh, if I told the story of the time I, I ate that really old McDonald's, <laughs> I don't think on the podcast, I don't think so either. This is such a fucking stupid story, but I want to say, okay, oh, you know what? I remember the time period because I told that I told a story like way earlier in the podcast about a time that Sean and I hung out when he when it was like a crazy bad snowstorm and it took us hours to get home. Yeah. And he like walked to McDonald's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That same day when we got back to my apartment we went inside and sitting in the vestibule was a bag of mcdonald's <laughs> i kind of looked at it and i was like all right well someone ordered mcdonald's they just haven't picked it up yet so i went into my apartment next day i leave for work it's still sitting there yeah and i'm like well i guess they didn't eat their mcdonald's come home mcdonald's is still sitting there go to bed <laughs> right wake up the next day come outside mcdonald's is still sitting there go to work come back home mcdonald's is still sitting there so at this point this mcdonald's has been sitting here for like two days right and what what time of year was this this was winter okay so and at some point it got moved outside so it kind of like got preserved a little bit i'd say okay and so finally i'm like it's mcdonald's and i'm like wonder if i could eat this (laughs) 
<laughs> so I pick up this bag of two day old, possibly delivered McDonald's. I take it into my house, into my house. I open up the bag. There's a, there's a McFlurry, which is ruined. I toss that out. Okay. There's some fries, which like you can't, you can't go back on fries. Like it's too late. Yeah. Especially for McDonald's one at the very least. Like you can sometimes reheat like more quality fries, but McDonald's fries, once they're cooled, they're gone. Yeah. So I toss those out too. And then there's like two burgers sitting there. I want to say they're McDoubles or something like that. Yeah. And I stuck them in the microwave. I reheated them. I was like, there's no way I'm eating these cold. Right. And I, t- I took like two bites into one of them and I was like, this is fucking disgusting. And I threw them out. <laughs> God, I can't believe you ate that. I don't know what was going through my head. Like, honestly, like I cannot tell you what my thought process was. I don't know how I thought it would be okay. I think maybe I was just that desperately hungry. I, 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 I must have been or you, something. Yeah. I mean, you had to be. Oh God, that's great. It was, it was gross. Well, and then you've got your other story, your your chicken nugget story, <laughs> which I which I enjoy that one as well. There's a okay. This one at least like is a. I understand my thought process here. Yeah, like Mac will go a lot of places for some good old fucking chicken nuggets. Like there's there's not a lot that will stop me from consuming chicken nuggets. I love okay? some good nuggies. I love chicken nuggets, especially Mickey D's chicken nuggets. So I had kind of a crappy day one day. I, I, I had to work a full shift at World Market. We may have been understaffed. I remember it not being a great day. We probably were understaffed. We usually were. But I, for whatever reason, I remember it not being a great day. So I get off of my shift at this time. This is like not that long after I left high school. And um, I was helping out my, my, my old high school film some like, I believe it was a basketball game. Okay. Just cause they, they had asked me for some help. So I was yeah. like, sure. Why not? Um, they, there'll be like a couple extra bucks in my pocket and it's just like an hour a day. What I didn't know. And, and the reason I ended up stopping doing it is like every time they had me, they basically stuck me on like the worst camera position. Ugh. And to be honest, I don't blame them. I'm not a cameraman. That is not like the aspect of video that I have pursued. And it's something I kind of struggle with. I've gotten much better over the years, but I'm really not a cameraman. Yeah. Um, I, I, so, you know, they would put me on like the static camera, the one that doesn't move much. Like for, for the basketball game, the one I had the wide shot and the wide shot for a basketball game is literally like you move it back and forth, depending on where the ball is. It's the most mind numbing form of camera work. Okay. So like, I don't know, an hour and a half, two hours later after like set up tear down and the game itself, you know, I'm bored out of my mind and I, I did not enjoy the basketball. I don't even like watching basketball, right? Yeah, you're not a sports guy and I'm inside my high school, which immediately brought my mood down, right? Yeah, <laughs> and, and so I, 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 I'm like, it, it's it's like 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock at night at this point. No, 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 no. Never mind. I'm sorry. I have to amend this. This was not the basketball game. This was okay. the football game. I remember it because same same deal. I was on the wide camera and for our, our school, you'd go on to they, we had like a press box at the bo- top top of the bleachers mm-hmm. and then like on top of the press box. That's where the wide camera was. So I was on that camera. It was like November and raining. Oh, so that sounds was, miserable. It was freezing mm-hmm. fucking cold. I was underneath a tent that really didn't protect me. And like, oh, it was miserable. So I'm getting like pelted with rain and just freezing my ass off throughout the entirety of this game. Meanwhile, I'm working the most mind numbing position of like the entire 
situation. Yeah. You know, there's there's other there's other spots that would have been better. You know, there's there's the two there's two tight camera angles that would have been more fun to operate. There's oh, there's a fucking ant. Swash it. Fuck you, ant. Did you kill it? I I did. Thank you. What did you did you tell me to squash it? <laughs> yeah. Get it, boy, get it. <laughs> I just I, as soon as I saw it, it threw me off my groove. Um, so yeah, there's the two, there's the two close, close up cameras, which are a little more fun to operate. Cause you know, you get to follow the action, zoom in and out, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then there's, you know, the, the position that I enjoyed doing the most live when I was actually doing it in high school, which was the switchboard. But, um, you know, where you'd switch between different cameras and operate kind of the live streaming aspect of it, uh, putting up graphics, all that stuff. It's really fun. Um, but generally like if the station manager or my old teacher are there for the game, they will do that position. Or they'll have one of the interns, which was my position at one point, do that because it's a more complicated position. Yeah. My time as an intern and a student had ended, so there was no real reason for me for me to be on the switcher other than like quality wise. So they didn't put me on the switcher, which would have been my ideal position, but it's fine. Okay. But anyway, so you know, football games are long. I'm saying this is this is probably two two and a half, probably upwards of three hours total because of our setup and teardown. Yeah. And I'm I'm frozen, I'm cold, I'm wet. I already had to work a long shift at work and I'm hungry. Yeah. So I decide that I'm going to get me some McDonald's chicken nuggets on my way home. Yeah. Get you some nuggies. So I drive to, I, I drive most of the way home. There's a McDonald's near my house. So I, I, I was leaving at my old apartment at the time. I go to the McDonald's. I get in the drive through. This has to be the, the most amount of time I've ever, ever spent in a drive-thru oh that's the worst i couldn't fucking believe it like i i placed my order and i legitimately no hyperbole probably sat there for about a half an hour like i don't know what was going on up there it happened sometimes and like it wasn't that the line was particularly long like like i said i placed my order i was in the line there was a car in front of me a car behind me i had no way out whoever was at the front for whatever reason, was holding up the entire line for so fucking long. I'm sure it wasn't their fault. Right. I'm just acknowledging that, like, one person sat there for so long, and as soon as they moved, that's when the line started moving. So I wait so goddamn long, and I get my chicken nuggets, and I drive home, and I'm like, today has sucked, but at least I have my favorite chicken nuggets, you know? Right. This is something I can get excited about. You know, this this will remedy the day. Yeah. And I, I get a plate out. I grip my get my nuggets out. I open up the box. And what do I see? My chicken nuggets are a dark green color. <laughs> <laughs> my chicken nuggets that I have waited hours for that I sat in the drive through for half an hour for after a really shitty day. These things that were going to remedy everything that were going to fix my entire night are fucking green. Yeah, I don't even know how that's possible. I don't know. I've never seen it before. It's like they they weren't they were like a sickly color of green. They they look like a cartoon character depicted with a cold. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But at this point, I'm like my day has sucked so fucking much. I'm going to eat these fucking nuggets. <laughs> so i chowed on on the nuggets and they tasted fine and i didn't get i didn't get food poisoning but i think in any other situation i would not have eaten them no like that day was an exceptionally shit day and and i just wanted my chicken nuggets yeah oh i've had some bad uh drive-through experiences i mean we all have 
I really, really hate drive-throughs in general. Like, oh yeah, you and I have talked about that before because we're both picky eaters. Yeah, part of it. And like, if you make any alterations to the order, there's a really good chance they'll fuck it up through the drive-through. Yeah, I mean, there's already a good chance that they're just gonna fuck it up in general. Right, right, right. But yes, even worse through uh, through the drive-through. And I don't blame them. Honestly, like I've worked McDonald's, like I know how shit the audio is through those things. Yeah. They need to get like better microphones and headsets or something. But like if you try to give them complex instructions through a drive through, it just doesn't happen. And and like like even even if you don't have a complex order, it's they'll still find a way to mess it up a lot. Yeah. So, I mean, I've had to kind of bite the bullet and do the drive through a lot over the past year for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. but generally speaking, I am okay with the inconvenience of getting out of my car and going inside to get takeout. Yeah. I don't, I hate the drive through. I try to avoid at all costs. Yeah. Like I'll, I'll generally like pre pandemic. I would only use the drive through if my order was exceptionally easy. Like if I'm just getting like chicken nuggets and fries, that's an easy order. How yeah. can you fuck that up? Yeah. Oh, you're going to give me green chicken nuggets. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. When was the last time probably it's probably been a long time because you you are you already said that um you know you don't you don't really like to you like to take your food and bring it home yeah when was the last time you sat down and enjoyed a full meal in a fast food restaurant like in a like in a real fast food like mcdonald's do you count steak and shake no. Okay, good. No, 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 no nothing with the waiter counts. True. And, I, and I don't even count like like Chipotle Qdoba, really. Right, I gotcha. I I I don't I don't know. It's been ages. Yeah, like, like I, it's been I swear it's been years. It, it, the last time I sat down may have been high school. Like okay, I I do remember one time this may have been the last time. I don't know, uh-huh. <laughs> but I remember in, I, I want to say I was 17 or something like that. I went to a friend's like drama play. Uh, uh, cause she was a, like a theater junkie mm-hmm. and, uh, I went with another friend of mine and then all of us went to McDonald's afterwards. It was late at night and we sat down. I think, no, I do know. I Whoa. do know. I do know the last time this was God, what year I want to say late. 2018 or early 2019 okay i went to a uh, a concert with sean uh my friend rex lee and a couple other guys uh who sean knows that i'm i i know but i'm not like friends with them i actually think i remember when this occurred yeah 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 I, it was i went to a, a young bay concert for anyone know, who knows him uh and before the show we stopped at mcdonald's and sat down and ate so that was most likely the last time damn yeah yeah it's it's been a long time for me it was a real sketch uh mcdonald's too because we were right in the heart of detroit all right all right nice oh but i don't know which one happened first i now that i'm thinking about it i think the only times i ever sit down and eat (laughs) is before concerts or shows (laughs) because i also sat down and ate at a taco bell when i went to see prism in ohio with jake a couple years ago okay huh huh that that one was interesting because we were in the middle of fucking nowhere and both of us like were weird wearing weird clothes or had my hairstyle yeah i was the only one that fit fit that criteria (laughs) sure 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 but you know whenever i'm out in the middle of nowhere people stare at me like i don't look like they're traditional people i wear tight pants and i have big hair yeah i mean i just i don't know like 
I, I remember I like I went inside of an Arby's over the summer, but they were doing like you could get takeout inside. Right, right, right. And like the line was like wrapped around the building and there was not a single person inside. So I was like, this is the obvious choice. Yeah. Um, that was my go to at Popeye's until indoor dining, dining closed and they still haven't opened up yet. Yeah. So I mean, if I, if I see more than a few cars in their drive through, like that's it, I'm not waiting. Things are, things are weird all over the place. Everyone's playing by different rules. And I did see though, I did see, where did I go? Where was I when I saw this? Where the fuck? I, I want to say I left on Sunday. I don't know where I went. I went somewhere and I saw, I, I, uh, oh, it was, it was Shake Shack when I went to pick up my Shake Shack order. Uh-huh. They had a sign on the door, uh, mass required unless you're fully vaccinated. So it's starting to happen. Yep. My last shot is this week. So I couldn't, I couldn't take off my mask, but I almost feel like going again after I'm fully vaccinated just for the freedom of being inside of a building with other people and not wearing a mask. Yeah. Um, I was at Meyer today and they have a sign that says fully vaccinated people are not required to wear a mask. That's surprising for Meyer. Cause I mean, like, I don't know. They can't ask people to like sh- prove it. And you know, people are just going to lie about it. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I I'm assuming they just, they realize that they're, they can't do anything. So they're just saying, screw it. Probably. Probably. Yeah. I don't know. I was talking about it, about it with a coworker. It'd be really nice if they could just make it for like a lot of like big grocery stores or other locations. Like, all you have to do is show your vaccination card yeah, and you're good. But unfortunately someone's going to ruin that, you know, someone's going to not want to show their card and then it becomes a legal issue. And then like, it's right. not allowed for everybody and everybody has to wear a mask again. So they can't do something like that, but that's, that should be how it is in my opinion. Like I know, I know my, my coworker was telling me staples will laminate your vaccination card for free. Oh, nice. So, you know, if you, you know, you, you go get your vaccination card laminated, keep it in your wallet, anywhere you go, show it. You're good to keep your mask off. That'd be great. Yeah. And, and know that it's going to be okay. Or they just scan the microchip that they put in us with the, with the vaccine. Ooh, that'd probably work. They have those, you know, the security canners, uh, scanners outside of grocery stores. Make yeah. Sure you don't steal stuff. Right. They could probably update those to track that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> 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 Fucking microchips. <laughs> Fucking Bill Gates. Oh God, that dude. So the other day I was, uh, I was taking out the trash at home. And uh, I walked up to the dumpster and I, I don't know. It's just like a habit. Like I always just kind of like peer inside. Like I, I do the same thing. I, like I'm it's it's a morbid curiosity. Like yeah. what, what are my neighbors throwing away? I, I did pull a couple of video games out once. <laughs> oh, nice. They were, I mean, they were like old. Like I think like maybe PS1 games, PS1 or PS2. And this was like within the last like three or four years. But like the dumpster was really full and they were just like sitting in a cardboard box on the top. Nice. But on this particular day, I peer in, peer inside and there's, there's an old DVD player in there. Like it, this, this thing looked old. It looked like it had been beat up. It was all dusty. Looked like, like look, look my carbon monoxide detector. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically, um, it had to be at least 10 years old. You know, I, I have no use for it. I've got more players than I have TVs. So 
clearly I wasn't going to take it, but I almost trash picked it because it still had the Peely on the front. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe you didn't. Right? (laughs) It was... The trash wasn't super high, so I would have had to, like, lean half of my body inside. <laughs> Should have just done it just to get that sweet peel. Right? Uh, is, is, that the, is that the technical name for those? Definitely not. Okay, that's just what we, that's just what we, we coined. Yeah, you should, you should probably explain that. So, for those of you who don't know uh, what a peely is, which is pretty much everyone other than the people in this room right now, um, a peely is... A little piece of uh, like like plastic film that uh, usually is covering anything like super shiny that you purchase. Mostly with electronics. It's mostly electronics, but like, you know, like, they'll cover the screen or they'll cover the top of a laptop or something like that. Basically anything that can show scratches really easy. Right, right, right. Which are a lot of stuff like, well, yeah, but shiny surfaces. Yeah. Um. Because a dull surface is going to be a lot harder to scratch. Anyway, um, but peeling that peeling that peely off is just such a satisfying feeling. It's so satisfying because like it's not it's sticky like a sticker, but it doesn't get stuck. Right. So like you know you don't it doesn't all rip off at once. You can still like slowly peel it back. Yeah. But it's not going to get caught in like leaves some adhesive or anything like that. Like it just feels great to just and then underneath like is just the most pristine material you've ever seen, whether it's plastic or definitely or phone screen or metal. Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember, do you remember the day uh, that you and I decided to stock candles together? Yeah. Yeah, of course. So um, we had a bunch of stock that needed to get done and, you know, it was just kind of like a pick your area where you want to, where you want to stock or down stock or well, whatever we were doing. We were, we were putting out candles and we specifically chose that area <laughs> because I don't know if it was Christmas or not, but no, it was just a brand we were carrying at the time. Some random brand of candle that we carried. Uh, it was like a jar candle. So it was like a glass jar with a candle in it. And it had this like super shiny metal lid and every single one of them had a peely on it (laughs) yep so we chose to downstock candles just so we could pull all the peelies off (laughs) well then there was that great day that like you called me over to the candle department you were like look someone didn't take them off when they stocked these (laughs) (laughs) and we just sat there and peeled (laughs) we just sat there peeling them off for a few minutes god such a great feeling oh my god we do do that shit. Yeah. Uh, speaking of um, work conversations, and I don't know if this is a conversation we had specifically at work, but uh, Microwave posted a question uh, that I, I read and I was like, I'm almost certain Mike and I have already had this conversation at some point. Okay. Uh, but she asked, uh, what is the best noodle shape? Oh, well, I, I guess since... You know, I can't just ask for clarification right now. There, there are t- two camps. There's twirling pasta and stabbing pasta. Stabbing pasta? You mean like, uh, like lasagna and and well, like uh, fucking ravioli? No, like there's twirling pasta, like 
Like, also, you twirl with your finger, your fork. <laughs> just, so some of us use just, our fingers. Just over there twirling some spaghetti around my finger. <laughs> no, and then there's one where you take the fork and you have to like stab it into the pasta. Yeah, so like lasagna, or ravioli, or like a uh, mac and cheese. I mean, yeah, nice yeah, elbow. Yeah, lasagna just wasn't the first thing that came to mind. There's like you know like rotini and well, that's what came to mind for me. So okay, fuck you. Um. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go in with uh let's talk long boys. Okay. Uh long boys uh linguini. I thought you'd say linguini because I'm like I said, I'm pretty sure we've had this conversation. Yeah, because I fucking hate spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> like the noodle spaghetti, like that shape of noodle, I can't stand. I don't hate it. It's it's too thick for my liking. I like angel hair pasta. Angel hair's okay. But it's got to be like the right situation. Yeah, that needs to be properly, properly sauced. You can't just like go throwing some like gloppy Alfredo onto some angel hair. Angel hair is 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 tough because you you got to make sure it's it's so quick to cook. You got to yeah. make sure you don't let it get too tough. No, yeah, or, or you don't. Or, you got to make sure it doesn't get too soft. It right, start to disintegrate. Yeah, you don't want your noodle to get too soft. No, no. I do like a good linguine, though. I, I am also a big fan of that type of noodle. Okay, what about stabbing pasta? Stabbing pasta? I don't know that I really have a preference. Um, I guess I guess I'm 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 a I'm a big elbow guy, but ugh. not a, not not a huge elbow fan unless it's mac like mac and cheese. No, I mean I guess okay if we're talking. I, I was thinking I was kind of thinking mac and cheese, but now I think about it like if, if we're talking like like alfredo um mm-hmm. i do like i don't know what the name of the noodle is but the ones that are like super twirly in the in the middle oh um it would either be rotini or cavatappi i mean let me look up both of those i think i'm, that's I'm thinking thing. rotini because that's that's kind of what i was thinking already but i didn't want to say it because i wasn't positive um i am definitely team penne all the way Penne is such a great pasta. Penne. <laughs> is that why? No, but I think of that all the time. Like fucking <laughs> fucking Forrest Gump. Penne. <laughs> it is rotini. Rotini is the one I like. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of rotini. I don't know. Um, penne is good. I wouldn't say there's a- any noodles that I specifically don't like. Farfalle is a good one too. The little the bow ties. Oh, those are good. I I'm like those. A, I'm a big fan of those. I guess you could say I don't like lasagna noodles, but not because of lasagna noodles. I just don't like lasagna. Huh? Just not a fan. No, I. I don't know what it is about it. It's lasagna and stuffed shells have the same problem for me. Like something about like the way the insides kind of explode out when you eat it, like that fucking i hate that i hate that so i can much. i can see that i probably also wouldn't love getting it in the face but who knows <laughs> how do you feel about uh ravioli then ravioli's fine i think maybe because it's less stuffed like, like yeah stuffed shells are like large they have so much inside of them like you're more or less only eating the filling right right, there, right. there's just like there's just something wrapping around it yeah and then like lasagna's lasagna is pasta cake basically like that's that's right. a lot. Yeah. But uh, ravioli doesn't bug me. I, uh, I think I've only made lasagna like one time in my life. I, I like it. I just don't make it that often. But I just put 
a whole crap ton of layers of noodles and it was so much better than yeah normal lasagna maybe i'd have to try that yeah like i don't know i would say you normally get like maybe like three or four noodle layers i I probably did like seven or eight for sure damn (laughs) that boy was thick (laughs) mike wanted them nudes real bad hey you know what sometimes you need some thick nudes It's uh, just what you want. There's the pasta conversation. Yeah, that's the one. Mm-hmm. We did it. Yeah. Remember that time that uh, we brought home those squid ink noodles? Yeah, those were fucking good. You know what? I still have mine. I really? Just, I just found them like a few days ago. Did you ever try them? I tried them. No, I was going to. And then I was like, eh, whatever. I'll try them later. And like threw them in the back of my cupboard. And yeah, I just noticed them the other day. It's probably pretty self-explanatory, but squidding noodles are like black noodles. Like they have squidding inside of them. Yeah. But I really didn't. I did when I, when I decided to eat them, I expected them to either be gross or I expected them to not taste any different from pasta. Mm-hmm. I was, I was surprised to find that they did taste different and that I liked it quite a bit. Nice. I, I thought, I thought squidding, uh, squidding nudes were pretty good. <laughs> Hell yeah. Squidding nudes are pretty good. <laughs> pretty good there's some good nudes and those were like aren't those are like almost like angel hair weren't they yeah they they were very thin yeah so i I think they were closer to spaghetti thickness but still like thin yeah but no those are those are those are tight you should try those nice yeah i'll have to bust those out maybe that'll be maybe that'll be like a a tomorrow meal Mm. i don't know i don't have a plan for what i'm gonna eat for dinner tomorrow so i don't even have a plan for what i'm gonna eat today today's pizza Oh, it's a pizza day. That sounds good. Yeah. I had to buy cat litter and cat food on the same week, so I'm a bit broke. So Max not eating out. It happens. Hmm. Luna be Luna be pooping. I mean, at least you don't have to take her outside. No, I, I, I like dogs, but I could not have a dog. I don't have like the amount of time necessary to allocate to that kind of care yeah i mean a lot of dogs do sleep a lot but right but i i can't like get up in the middle of a live stream to walk a dog or even really take it out like i can but yeah i I, mean i ain't wanna i mean i don't have to worry about taking lily for a walk because you know she doesn't like to walk no my parents dog didn't like to walk either like we would just take him outside but even that was like i really didn't it, it sounds kind of selfish but i really didn't like taking the time to just sit there with him like i i, I was so used to cats who you you put food and litter in and they're good yeah luna's great because she doesn't need any care like whatsoever i mean i gotta try to convince her to eat her food which is a bit of a problem but yeah she gets hungry enough she'll eat it she eats her dry food fine like she's at a good weight it's not like she's wasting away Right. I just can't understand why she likes like wet food is uh, in a lot of ways healthier than dry food. And like, okay, it's 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 good to have them on a mixed diet because wet food helps them keep hydrated. It's good for their digestive systems, but Mm -hmm. dry food has its perks, too. So it's it's good to have them on a mixed diet, which is what I wanted for Luna. But she barely touches her wet food. Hmm. And I don't understand why. And it's not the food in particular. I've gone through four different brands and she doesn't like any of them. Huh? just a weird fucking cat. Maybe you need to like keep that dry food away from her until she finishes it until she cleans her plate. I don't know. I feel like Luna's such a little diva. She just wouldn't eat at all. 
Cause I used, I used to try to give her like metered amounts of dry food. Like I used to try to give her a certain amount every day mm -hmm. only to find that when the bowl is close to empty, she doesn't eat. Cause I think she like goes in survival <laughs> mode and it's like, I gotta, I gotta ration this. So if her, if her bowl isn't full, she don't eat that. Yeah. So I think if I took away her dry food, she might eat a little bit more of the wet food, but then she'd go into that survival mode again and just not eat at all. Yeah. And that wouldn't be ideal because she's tiny and needs to gain weight. She is a she is a tiny, tiny little cat. She is. And I, I I think she's fully grown at this point, but I don't I think she'd be bigger if she ate more when she was younger. Probably. She probably just didn't get her all her nutrients. Who knows? I don't know. Maybe I should get her kitten food. Grown cats love kitten food. Yeah, doesn't it have like extra like fat and stuff in it? Yeah, like it's, it's higher in fats and protein. So if I wanted her to like bulk up a bit. Plump that pussy up a little bit. Maybe mix some kitchen food. In, kitchen. Maybe, maybe, maybe mix some kitten food into our dry food. You know, not, not fully go that way, but make it more enticing or something. Um, I don't know. I was, uh, after I made my, my burger yesterday. I was, uh, I was sitting out on my balcony, enjoying, enjoying my, my burger. And, um, I look over at, um, uh, one of the other units in, in my building and I'm like, what is that? Something on the balcony. It was their cat, like sticking its head, like, <laughs> like through the railing yeah, to look up at a bird <laughs> that was like sitting on top of the roof. That sounds about right. Um, but then the bird flew away and I'll, I'll pull up the picture for you, but that cat was just straight staring at me. <laughs> it was so friggin' goofy looking. <laughs> like he looks a bit insane. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, <laughs> a, a crazed bird stalker. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. At my old place, I had a balcony and I, if I remember correctly, when I got Luna, I let her out in there a couple times, like while I was there, mm -hmm. she got, she got too close to the edge for my liking. Yeah. I did. I mean, obviously I'm not worried about her balance because cats have, you know, perfect balance or whatever. Yeah. Uh, unless you intentionally push them over. Like I think <laughs> they do. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, but I just felt like she might jump off and I didn't, I didn't want to go fucking chasing after her. Yeah. Um, our, our old coworker, Jeff had his pet turtle fall off the balcony. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know Jeff ever had a pet turtle. Yeah. He's had it for like, like 20 years. I think How did I never hear about this. Yeah. His name is Vladdy. I remember at one point he said he estimated him to be about 16 years old. Huh. And I feel like that's been a couple years. So. Vladdy, I think he's had him since like high school or whatever. Huh. That's cool. He also used to have a piranha. That, I think I heard about that one. Yeah. He had a piranha, which he could not take with him to college. So he left it for his parents to care for. And it died. It it did end up dying, but I think his dad would feed it like strips of bacon. <laughs> <laughs> that seems super cool. I kind of I kind of would like a pet that I mean, I guess I give Lily stuff like that, but like weird stuff like drop a mouse into a fish tank and watch the piranha just go to town on it. My old roommate had a snake uh, and I, I really I'm I'm not I'm not afraid of snakes, but I really didn't like that thing. 
I don't like snakes. Um, I just it just it just it was just a bit freaky. I I had to like feed it when she was, um, when she was on vacation in 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 England, uh, seeing her boyfriend and like giving it the the dead mice from the freezer and watching it like unhinge and consume it. I hated that. I hated doing that. And like you couldn't like just drop it in his cage and call it a day, or drop it in his like tank and call it a day. Uh huh. You had to like hold it out and like play with it with tongs until he like attacked it, and it scared the shit out of me when he did. Oh, I thought you. Well, I mean, I guess you can do either, but like, can't you just like buy live mice and drop one in there and let him let him go at it? I don't think she wanted to do that because that's kind of fucked. I mean, either way is kind of fucked. But yeah, no, I I hated that. That that was. Scared the shit out of me. I didn't like that. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. It was just so sudden. Like he just stared at it for so long. And then like, you know, if you were filming, it'd be like one frame to the next. It's like fully <laughs> engulfed. Yeah. <laughs> fucking. It's fucking weird. Well, then they have that like mouse shaped lump <laughs> in the middle of them. Yeah. Not a fan of that. No. Don't like snakes. I'm okay yeah. with holding them. I'm okay with hanging out with them, but I don't want to feed them. Yeah. Yeah. I gotcha. Um, I, I didn't, this isn't important enough for me to go back and listen to the entire sleepover episode, but I heard a reference to having a sleepover on TV last night. And it made me think of something that we, I don't think we discussed. Now we, we've talked about how sleepovers can be co-ed yeah but all female sleepovers are sometimes referred to as a slumber party i always thought those terms were interchangeable i think they're interchangeable but i never heard any dudes refer to like having a slumber party i don't think i have either but i don't i just don't know if that's a a thing we even say in michigan i don't know that i've ever heard someone refer to it as slumber party here i mean i think i think i think i've heard it before but i mean maybe it's just on tv i don't know maybe nobody calls it a slumber party i don't know i i I, i've always considered those terms interchangeable i I had never really thought about it i don't know in my head slumber party is gender specific well maybe you need to um quit being so fucking prejudiced yeah right dudes can have slumber parties if they want hell yeah I mean, we're having a sleepover, but Dude, dudes can uh, dudes can you know break out the pillow fight, talk hell, about boys. Hell yeah! <laughs> what boys they think are cute? Yeah, yeah. Nick, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking beat me to it. <laughs> yeah, so we can talk about how much you're in love with Nick. <laughs> oh man, uh, I got I got another snapshot from Bradley about uh, Nick and his dog Cody coming by. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did too. Like, I'm, I'm glad I'm getting updates on this. This is nice. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Oh, good old Nick. Oh, did you open any more, any more magic cards? I did actually just the other day. Um, I opened up the Kaldheim set, which is themed off of Norse mythology. I got a lot of really cool cards. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got really lucky with some of my, some of my polls. A lot of the cards were really, really cool art wise. Like obviously I wasn't as excited about them as I was with my Japanese Strixhaven set. But um, a lot of them, there was there was a lot of different cards that were based on Valkyrie, mm-hmm. you know, like winged angel women with weapons. 
and all of them were really cool. Like their wings were like they they really went to town with like the wings for the Valkyrie in this set. Yeah, like when when you think of a Valkyrie, I feel like you think of like normal like white, uh, uh, mystical wings with like normal bird feathers. But they they did like black wings. They did white wings. They did uh, wings that were like burning with magic or like. One of them looked like it was absorbing an aurora, like it was like blues and greens. Another one was like blue fire. Huh. It was really cool. And then um, I pulled one card. It was a a it was a mystic. Fuck, is it mystic or mythic? Rare? I think it's mystic rare because I, I always get it fucked up. Like the Strixhaven special cards are called uh, mystical archives. I kept calling them mythical archives. And I think mythical is the top rarity of magic okay that i think that's what it is okay so i pulled one mythical card it was a a i believe it was called the eradicator valkyrie mm-hmm. um you know those are always good cards to pull because mythic rares are the top rarity obviously they're usually worth some money just by default yeah because they're mythic rare but then like later into the set so they do um they they obviously they have the foil variant of every card where it's mm-hmm. got the shiny covering and then for a lot of cards they do extended art versions okay um for magic cards they have like a box that surrounds the art mm-hmm. and then like there's a so it's got like a frame around the box there's like the title at the top and then like the effects at the bottom for the extended art versions of the cards they get rid of the frame and the art just goes all the way out to the edge of the card. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So they're usually a little higher value than the, than the normal card. Cause they're a r- little rarer. Mm-hmm. So I pulled that eradicator Valkyrie. And then like the last card I pulled for the day uh-huh. was another eradicator Valkyrie, but it was a foil extended art version. Nice. So it ended up being worth like 11 bucks. Cause not only is it a mythic rare, it's also foil and extended art. So it was nice. a really good pull and it was an absolutely gorgeous card. So, nice yeah got some good shit that's pretty cool it was a really cool set um magic comes up with a lot of really cool stuff within their own universe but when they base it off of something else they can come up with a lot of really creative stuff because the way they do it is like so 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 the set it was called Caldheim was inspired by norse mythology but they implemented it into the magic universe yeah so it's not like you're gonna pull a card that is thor but you'll you'll pull like a, a planeswalker, which is like a magic user in the magic universe that is like based off of Thor and uses magic, magic's own like motifs and, and uh, appearances or whatever. Yeah. So it's really cool to see what they come up with when they base it off of something else, because not only is it's like it's North mythology mixed with magic. And it's really cool to see what they come up with. Yeah. Nice. So, yeah. A lot of cool cards. Um, <clears throat> since since the weather's really nice. um and air conditioners are being run and such mine is i've got a i've got a an air conditioner story okay um air conditioner i hardly know where okay i'll allow it <laughs> um so this was oh god would have been like 2006 so you were like a small child i was 8 yeah a small child just running around with that same haircut nope not accurate exact same length of hair as well definitely not as a kid it came like halfway down your back and my mom didn't let me keep my hair long at that age uh damn it i know (laughs) a guy can dream (laughs) i'm here to quash them um so i had a i worked in detroit for like a year and a half um and i had this job where um i worked in uh in, in like an auto part factory 
And now my job was in like the office. So that was like nice and air conditioned. Like the factory floor was like hot as balls. Oh, that sucks. And there was like a little tiny like supervisor's office <laughs> on the sales floor or not. God, I'm so used to factory floor on the factory floor. Um, they had like computers in there and you know, whatever it was like, maybe the size of like your kitchen. And that had like one of those little air conditioners, like people put it in the window, uh-huh. like just sticking out of the side of this little room that they, they built. Well, that got even hotter than the plant floor if you weren't running the air conditioner. Makes sense. Right? So, I don't know. One of the supervisors did something and pissed off one of the line workers. Oh. And I don't, I don't know who ended up doing it. So, I, I, it could have been male or female. But they ended up either doing it themselves or getting someone else to urinate into... A, a cup oh and then dump said cup into air conditioner ah uh, so that it just reeked of urine whenever you ran it yeah and the other day i don't think this lady did it intentionally but i saw a lady walking her dog and it might work differently with central air versus those little ac units but she was walking her dog and her dog just took a piss on like the outdoor AC unit. Oh, what the? Why didn't she fucking stop the dog? I don't know. What's wrong with you? God. She didn't live there. That's why. Probably not. I don't know. Fucking lady. God, that sucks. Yeah. That's shitty. Yeah. I mean, I get it. Dogs like to pee on things. They were like right by the sidewalk, but. Not cool. Not Think cool. Not cool at all. Ugh. At uh, at my summer camp, um, I've obviously talked about like I had my my I was a technology director. I had like a technology area. It was inside a little building. Uh, I shared a building with the like office where people get checked in, or whatever. Um, but I had the bulk of the building. Um, excuse me. I'm throwing up here on the podcast. Okay. Uh, we so we had an air conditioner in there. And it was also just like a, a window mounted air conditioner. And it yeah. was a pretty big room. So we, we would have it running nonstop uh, just to get the whole room cooled down. Yeah. Uh, especially on hotter days, like it, it would still get warm in there. But we had, it wasn't window mounted. Like it was a window mounted AC, but it wasn't window mounted. They had cut a hole into the wall. Yeah. And yep. installed it there. Yep. Not an uncommon practice. No, it's not. From, I want to say, 2015 to 2016, like, somewhere between that space, okay. the air conditioner just, like, changed walls. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> My reaction, exactly. Like, I walked into the tech area for a New Year's summer camp, and, like, I looked where the AC normally was, and there was, like, the hole is still there, but it was, like, covered with wood, like, uh, like plywood or whatever. Yeah. And I looked over, and they just, like, moved it to the other side of the room cut a new hole into the wall and everything like the hole wasn't there before what why i don't know i never i never got an answer for why they did that is was it the same air conditioner oh yeah definitely okay they they would they wouldn't replace that thing okay because the only thing that i could think of is like oh hey we bought a new air conditioner and this one is smaller so in or 
you know, well, no, I guess smaller would be. I can see a problem. that. I can see that, but most summer, most Boy Scout summer camps are broke as hell, uh, and we have a very, very limited budget. And the last thing they would be buying is a new air conditioner, unless it was like totally busted. So that definitely was not it. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. But yeah, it just fucking it switched walls out of out of nowhere. <laughs> Interesting. And you never got any explanation. I never that? got an answer for that. Huh. Like I knew work had been done in there, but like it was on like they we had these tiles that were just falling apart like that you could see like the wood underneath the tiles and the wood itself was like caved in from people like walking on it or rolling chairs over it yeah the the floor was absolute shit and so our our archery director a guy we called wishbone like replaced the floor and i i know wishbone is a super like this is an old boy scout kind of name but um I love it. There's a there's kind of a small cult within the 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 Boy Scouts of America. Uh huh. It's called the Order of the Arrow. Um, people who are in it will convince you that it's not a cult, but it absolutely is. I I've definitely heard of that. Um, and when you when you are, are in the order, like the Order of the Arrow has like different like ranks. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget what they're called, but there's like the base. There's like the first rank that you get when you enter, and then I think after like a full year in the order, you get up to the next rank. Mm-hmm. Rank. And then like you have to like be an exemplary member to get up to the next rank. So it's, it's uh, a lot of older dudes are that yeah. rank. And when you attain that rank, you get a nickname. Okay. So um, our old archery director, he was part of the order of the arrow and his nickname was wishbone. And for decades he had gone by that name instead of his actual name. Huh? So everyone just knew him as wishbone. All right. And which one was fucking cool, but he was a member of the cult. But they they, they they did some weird fucking shit, man. <laughs> we used to have, we had this calling out ceremony um, that, uh, that, that, that they would do uh, once a week. It'd be like the, the, the people who were not members of the Order of the Arrow getting called in to join it. Um, this was the like ceremony to like do that. So they take all the, all the scouts out into the, this field with a bonfire and uh, they like have them all circle up around the bonfire. Mm-hmm. Then they'd have five guys walk out, five guys of burgers and fries, all of them dressed in uh, traditional Native American garb, mm-hmm. which from what I know was like approved by Native American committees. It wasn't like an insensitive usage of it. Okay. Still a little weird for a bunch of white dudes to be wearing like a feather headdress. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so you would have five guys. Three of them would like line up in front of the fire and two of them would go onto the ends of the rings where the scouts were. These guys, I forget what the, the actual name was, but I always thought I always just called them runners. They would run all the way down the ring of scouts till okay. they reached the other runner. Uh-huh. Then they'd run back and they'd stop really suddenly and grab a kid out of the ring. Okay. Then they'd like take them by the shoulders and walk them over to the three guys in front of the bonfire while the second runner started to do his thing. Uh-huh. The first guy would like pull him in close and whisper something into his ear. And if you weren't a member of the Order of the Arrow, you could not know what was being said. What? Like, they, they were so fucking secretive. They would tell you. They would tell you. Everybody in the Order of the Arrow would tell you all you have to do is ask. But then you'd ask and they wouldn't give you an answer. <laughs> oh, God. So like uh, they, I, I, at some point. One of my friends who had joined the Order of the Arrow who like totally was like, yep, they're a cult, told me what it was. And if I remember correctly, it was something like Welcome Brother or something like that. Something super culty. Um, I don't totally remember what it was. But so the first guy would like whisper that into his ear. 
They'd transfer him to the next guy. The second guy would shout super loud. I'm going to back out from the microphone. He'd go, we shall see. It was, okay. I, I think it was like, we shall see if you're worthy of this like nomination into the, into the order of the arrow. Yeah. Then they move him to the third guy. And he like, he like, like grab him by the shoulders and like scream into his face, like directly, like probably getting spit all over him. Very yeah. not COVID safe. <laughs> <laughs> right. Then they transfer him to the third guy. The third guy would like instruct them how to put their hands on their shoulder. And then they like grab the guy uh, that, that was last called up. Mm-hmm. So they create like a little Congo line. And then like, they'd be fucking marched into the woods and you wouldn't see them for the rest of the night. <laughs> oh, God. It's like some human centipede shit. And again, you could ask, but they would not tell you what they did out in the woods all night. <laughs> huh. <laughs> Which there's nothing there's nothing sketchy about that. Oh, no, no. And so, again, this same this same guy, my order of the arrow informant, like explained it to me at some point. I don't totally remember like the entire thing that they did but there was like a part of the camp um further into like the boondocks of the of the camp and uh i'm sure lots of their summer camps had a similar thing um it was like a private order of the arrow like uh a uh, uh, fire ring like we, we had a fire ring that we would use for uh opening and closing ceremonies but that's not where they'd go they had like a separate one and they would do a ceremony late into the night to like induct the new members cool and then they'd like they'd go back to their campsites pretty late at night but uh (laughs) and then like from then on they were like sworn to secrecy not to talk about any of that shit oh and it's it's weird it's it is odd how like loyal so many of them were to that reality like there's so much about the order of the arrow that if you are not a member yeah you cannot hear about and I, my friend Austin, I found out, by the way, my friend Austin listens to yeah, the podcast. Yeah, the one with the hot mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Austin, shout out to you. I, I'm pretty sure he's a member of the Order of the Arrow, and I'm wondering if he'll, if he'll message me anything about this, but I hope so. Tell us some of your secrets, dog. But I, I feel like he's probably a pretty devoted member. He was more Boy Scout than I. Did you ever reach Eagle Scout, Austin? I feel like you did. Maybe you didn't. I don't know. Huh. He seems like the type to do it. Um... No, when you said that you you finally someone finally told you what the thing is that they whisper, I uh I was really really thinking that they actually whisper all you have to do is ask. <laughs> As like like that would be good. Like their own like troll like inside joke troll job. So like when people ask them, they're like all you have to do is ask. That'd be funny. That'd and be good. It, and like they're blatantly telling you exactly what they're whispering, but you don't understand that. Yeah. Ugh, it's so fucking weird. Like the order of the arrow guys. They're they're an odd bunch. Those are the guys who take scouting a little more seriously than a lot of other people. The idea behind it was good. I liked the idea behind the order of the arrow. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be like a higher society for scouts, right? It was supposed to be like the scouts who take scouting the most seriously. And a lot of guys in the order of the arrow are like that yeah but the problem is the order of the arrows essentially a popularity contest like you have to be nominated by somebody and then voted in by members of your troop okay so you know i remember when i was younger and i wanted to be a part of it uh i had tried to join it and i did get nominated but i didn't get voted in because i wasn't very well liked in my troop because i was really annoying when i was young yeah so um the the idea behind it is good but the reality is that it's a popularity contest where only the people who like 
only the people who can like gain the approval of the rest of the troop can actually get in and yeah that's not really a good way to do it if, if you're trying to foster like the 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 highest level of scouts who take the the scouts honor and scouts code so seriously like that's not how you do it yeah <laughs> especially if you like grew up in a town like mine which like was a bunch of rich white kids who you know their rich white dads enrolled them in the boy scouts because they were in it when they were kids and like yeah none of those fuckers cared they were just getting voted in because they were popular with the rest of the guys yeah did we ever talk about I was a, I was a Cub Scout for a couple of years. I think we talked about this at some point. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's not was on like, the podcast, but together. No, I was like, I think like like second grade, third grade, something like that. Cub Scouts is pretty fun. I, I have pretty good memories of Cub Scouts. They did a lot more fun stuff than Boy Scouts do. Yeah. We used to like go on uh, uh, out on uh, trips where you'd like go to like uh, a nature center. You yeah. like go out on, on, on walks and like see a bunch of cool animals and like explore some like nature museum. That was fun. That was yeah. cool stuff. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Order the arrow. Weird shit. And like, it doesn't, it doesn't even stop there. Like they have entire conferences and like monthly meetings with like other, uh, 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 uh um, y- you know, it's, it's like all there's, there's the, um, fuck, what do you call it? I don't remember. Like every 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 troop belongs to a council, I believe it is. Yeah. Um yep. I remember that was a thing. Uh 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 and like each of those councils has their own like section of the order of the arrow that they belong to. So they have meetings with that section mm-hmm. every month or whatever and then like they have grand conferences where only order of the arrow people can come by and like again, you, you can ask what they do and they'll tell you the basic shit, but they won't tell you the real shit. <laughs> you know there you know there's a little there's some jerking each other off involved in this look i don't i don't want to confirm anything because i don't know anything but based on what i've explained i feel like the order of the era was, was uh was was created by the dark side of boy scouts you know what i mean pretty much they take yeah. take a couple of guys out in the wood for some secret ceremonies that they're not allowed to talk about like right come on <laughs> right you're already talking about an organization that doesn't have the greatest reputation <laughs> right? with, with that kind of thing happening right oh god don't worry billy just the scouts code don't tell anybody order the arrow secret remember a boy scout is trustworthy. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> oh, that's so bad. It's fucked. But, um, yeah, you know, we're just joking. If the order's listening to this, like we're just joking. It's not real. We, we, yeah. know, you, we know you guys are cool. Yeah. Austin, I'm sure you're cool. You got a hot mom. Up time. <laughs> I like how the, how I've never met Austin or, seen a picture of his mom but i'm just gonna keep rolling with the fact that his mom is hot i'll I'll take your word for it sounds good dude hell yeah but no i mean it's it's just like it's it freaks me out so much because like people like austin who are cool and like my friend kyler cool guy yeah like people that i'm close with and like <laughs> maybe aren't necessarily like the, the 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 guys who adhere to the scout law and scout code or scout oath whatever the fuck it's called yeah as much as they technically should but they still upheld up, up uphold those secrets damn damn they do something to those kids man what's uh i bet i bet they were testing those microchips on them <laughs> probably <laughs> what uh you said Austin was Order of the Arrow? Yeah. 
Did he get a nickname? No, he's not at that level. Oh, damn it. For you, like, it's really hard. Like, um, you have to be like a member of the Order of the Arrow for a really long time and be like super active and involved in it. Um, and you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll add this part because this is also super culty. I saw they, they do this calling out ceremony where they like, call you out to be like to join that rank of the order. Yeah. And that happened to one of my friends once. And so this guy was um, the program director at my summer camp. Mm-hmm. Uh, program director is like a really high post within the camp. Like there's the camp director and then there's the program director. Yeah. So, um, you know, he was really high up, had been super involved with Boy Scouts for years, had been a Boy Scout, had worked at summer camp for like six, seven years, like longer than I had. Very devoted guy. So he finally got called out and this is how they did it. So we were at our, um, we were at the firing for, for I think the closing ceremonies or whatever, like uh, 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 at the end of some week. And so he's up at the top of the stage, like giving some speech, which is not uncommon at those things. Uh-huh. And this fucking guy, I don't know. I, I never met this guy before. I'm assuming he was from one of the troops who was visiting that week or something or just some order of the arrow like official. I don't know. Uh-huh. He walks up to the stage with this big metal rod with a triangle on it, which is like oh. the, the order of the arrow is 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 a an arrow. Right. So, yeah, that was like part of the symbol symbology is like a, a an arrow shape. So it was like a, a triangle attached to a big metal pole on fire. What? And he walks up to him and he stabs it into the ground. Damn. And he informs him that he's been like uh, uh, asked to join like the, the peregrine, like the next stage of the Order of the Arrow. And he had no idea that was coming. Damn, that's kind of cool, actually. It was really cool, but it was at first really scary because like, again, I didn't know who this guy was. And like, I... <laughs> walks up with a flaming pole yeah. and stabs him into the ground and immediately I'm sitting there like these guys are forming a coup <laughs> right <laughs> this is it damn holy shit but again very cult like behavior like yeah god so fucking weird huh it's interesting but I don't trust those fuckers they all say it's not a cult it's definitely a cult definitely 100% that that there's some cult like shit in there mm-hmm mm-hmm they operate from behind the scenes, man. They control the Boy Scouts. Yeah. Well, we've now endangered our lives and. But no, we're, they're cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're, that's they're, fine. They're gamers. All right. Right on. <laughs> some gamer dads. Yeah, just some gamer dads. Nice. Uh, that's another episode. Pretty epic. Yeah, this is what, 18? 18. We're getting up there. Hell Yeah. God, this podcast is old enough to buy its own porn. And vote. <laughs> I like that you went for porn before voting. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. Whatever. Your vote doesn't mean anything. The electoral vote will always win. Yeah. Popular well, vote is meaningless. Don't, I, don't, don't vote. Don't, 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 don't vote. Don't donate to charity. Don't check your monoxide detectors. Uh, well, yeah, definitely don't do that. You ever ignored like a, like a tornado drill? <laughs> I haven't done that. All right, well, next time you're in that situation, just...